What, he got an itch? I'd love to scratch it. Rush, rush. How did he do such fantastic stunts with such little feet? If you got an itch, now we're at scratch. Rush, rush. 16B. Oh, take off, you hoser! Rush Rash. Rush Rash, a weekly listen through the Rush catalog of studio tracks, one cut at a time, with your co-hosts, Chaz and Chats. Go on, say it, Rush Rash with Chaz and Chats, Rush Rash with Chaz and Chats. Hot damn, a. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Chats, I'm a little concerned. You're, you're pacing the floor back and forth. I'm trying to figure out how to turn this fucking monitor off. Well, oh, the one that's got the, the Pornhub on it there? What the, yeah. I don't know. What the hell were you watching? We're breaking the fourth no, wall. Whoa, we're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Rush Rash, your weekly check-in with the band, the catalog of the band, Rush. That's uh, me, your co-host, Chaz Charles, along with the guy with the monitor problems. <laughs> and he is... What's up, everyone? And you are... The Shats. The Shats, all right. That's a pattern I noticed we established early on, is I would say, rush, rush. just to the point, and then you took it over. So you gotta, we gotta, you know, as we have our script for the weekly show, you gotta, gotta get that, that part down, bud. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think I, I remember it. Do you? you kind of can't forget it. It's my name. The Shats. <laughs> you got the Shats. The shats. I, I noticed again tonight you don't have the Shats, although uh, it is a different background. This is, I think you have been a, in a different location every time we have met so far. I have. Yeah. No, so I'm back in the co lounge, in the, uh, but I'm in a different um, room this time. Okay, so, so this is uh, right. So uh, any amenities, any snacks, any uh, you got some? No, butter, no, butter. I didn't bring anything in. I just brought my tea. <laughs> okay, you got your tea. Well, I've got mine. Uh, what I used to call a, a lubation. I haven't come up with a name for it yet for uh, the Rush Telecast or the the Rush Podcast here. But what we're doing? But uh, this is Rush Rash, and we are here to listen to one of the songs out of Rush's studio catalog. Uh, we've got a hundred sixty some odd songs left to listen to, and uh, tonight we're going to listen to a song with a very special guest, uh, my cousin, the one and only Pete Guido. Everybody, say hello to Pete Guido. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How are you? Doing well, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm Wait. good. All right. Look, so, hey, we're, you're not going to search us. You're not going to shake us down. There's no investigations going on here. We are free and clear. Is that correct, sir? <laughs> That's great. Okay. All right. Not making any allusions to what you may or may not have done in past lives, sir. But we are straight <laughs> and narrow here at this podcast. Uh, Shats on your best behavior. Okay. Absolutely. Wink, wink. Know what I mean? Okay. Wink, wink. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, great to have you here, Pete. Um, we know you are uh, so uh, cuz of mine from, uh, you know, a mother. Uh, what do we say? Brother of another mother. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. We're more family than I am with my own family, for God's sake. So, 
Uh, the arguably you are the guy that was the biggest rush nut that I knew growing up. And yeah, I, and yes, I loved it. I loved rush growing up. You did. I really absolutely. did. Yeah. So, so glad to have you here on the podcast because, uh, that's really what this is all about. We listen to the song. Uh, we, uh, you know, I mean, you know, all honesty, right. And, and we're all very, uh, transparent in terms of being fans and musicians. Um, I want to share with everybody that, uh, Pete is in fact, the drummer I was talking about on the earlier shows, uh, who's got that wild, you know, kind of, uh, almost uncageable energy, uh, but the <laughs> drumsticks managed to do that and channel it in a way that just uh, the the beat and the and rhythm just naturally flows through this guy. He was so my now, my first drummer. Shats is your that's the man. That's wait, the now man. are you are you the Pete Best, the fifth forgotten Beatle? I might be. <laughs> I might be. Well, oh, thank God we found <laughs> you. <No, that's... laughs> Yeah. yeah, he lost the Cockney accent, came over to New York, and he's just been <laughs> that's <you> know, it <laughs> laying low ever since. Ex exactly. I wish I had their proceeds. I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you that. Right. We've so got a couple of people now that have disavowed being Pete Best. What's that all about? But anyway, go ahead. I, I was just saying he 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 Pete Best would love to have the proceeds as well. But oh, I'm sure he would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think well, he gets paid when they do like the Beatles conventions right out at the Meadowlands. Uh, That's the right. And right on Route That's 9. Right. Right on Route he's got to do uh, he's got to do Beatlemania. He's got to do meet and greet. You know, he's got to be out That's there funny. shaking hands with people and shit. Right. God sure. knows. God knows. Maybe doing me. in the in the in the. Well, all right. Forget it. We won't go there anyway. I was the uh, guy they jumped. <laughs> <laughs> yep. shit canned by the Beatles uh, the next uh, the focus of the next Geraldo um, <laughs> so anyway and Pete goes way back he knows Geraldo and everybody else so we grew up together. oh I remember all of them we remember all that stuff so we're here yep. tonight to have some fun around our, one of our favorite bands Rush right so we're going to spin the wheel tonight uh, we've got 160 some odd songs that are still on that wheel so uh, every studio album every studio track I did get a suggestion as we get into uh, why don't we do this quickly we'll go into feedback tonight a little early the music queued in and um, got some feedback from a uh, fellow podcaster and just you know all around really talented guy Scott Haskin uh, who has just relaunched his website, um, scotthaskin.com. He's got archives of all of his podcasts. So a uh, big podcaster out on the Deep Dive Network with us. He does the Uriah Heat podcast, Aerosmith podcast. He's got the Haskin cast, which is this archive he just put back up that I need to deep dive into. Anyway, great guy. I've been uh, co uh, a panelist with him out on the Van Halen podcasts, and he's a pretty regular feature on the panel um, at uh, and the podcast will rock and great contributor. And he suggested in chats, I wanted to bounce it off you. And now I'm glad I got Pete here too, because he's a big fan. So uh, Scott was saying, hey, you should maybe remove Tom Sawyer and Limelight from your wheel and save those for anniversary shows since you already know you're going to be on for a couple of years. Because, you know, we're going to do, you know, one song a week and they got 165 songs on our wheel, right? So um, we've already done three. 
Um, and we, you know, and, and so if we take two off, we're down to 160 more to go. But we saved the big songs for like panel shows for like maybe our one year anniversary or maybe a big rush anniversary or something like that. Like a celebration type of show and have a whole bunch of people in and make it like expanded format and just, I don't know, focus it on those real, those two really special numbers. Thoughts? Well, I can add a, I can add a few more to that list that okay. are epic. 2112, the entire yes. side of uh, first side of yeah. 2112. That would be an epic anniversary show um, song. And that, okay. that the whole thing is like half an hour long. So we could really go to town on that. And uh, uh, something like maybe Xanadu or oh, Farewell yeah. to Kings. You know, yeah. Xanadu. Uh, I mean, Xanadu is epic. Xanadu so is, yes. I would, I would add those. To the list certainly Tom Sawyer and, and Limelight those are those are classic uh, radio hits for them but the deeper ones like like all of 2112 and uh, and and Xanadu I would add to that list too okay Pete I heard you concurring in some of that you got other ideas yes uh let's see yeah 2112 uh, Xanadu is fantastic so yeah I would I would save that um Really, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm you know, I don't know if uh, even hemispheres, you know, that's yeah, that's a big strong one too to go through. Yeah, yeah. Levilla, oh, that's Levilla off of hemispheres. That one's yep. epic, epic, epic. Absolutely, absolutely. So I don't, I don't know if you want to save the whole album, or if you want to just save certain songs, or you know, that's that, uh, that's the problem but, when you start going back in their catalog is that you do have to save yeah. whole albums <laughs> for a couple of them, right? So, right. <laughs> yeah, so well, I don't know. Maybe if we busted it into eras, I don't know, cut it at uh, Farewell to Kings Forward. Um, well, let's, uh, Chaz, let's table that idea and let me put okay. some thought into it and we'll we'll revisit it next week and we'll come up with a definitive list. Let's do that. And then, hey, maybe we could put it to a vote with the audience because we want to get some engagement out of this audience. I want to say, drum roll, please, um, want to uh, uh, say our audience continues to grow by leaps and bounds. And yes, thank you. Thank the crowd. What a crowd. Right. Come on, guys. Right. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> the accolades are yeah. the horn. I love the horn. The horn's the best. So anyway, um, yeah, our audience keeps growing. But damn it. Yeah, you're not reaching out enough. Uh, you know, it's a two-way street. We're trying to have a conversation with this audience here. So uh, <laughs> I know now. Okay, we're on. Uh, we're on Twitter, which I guess is now <laughs> called X, right? Now people apparently are running away from X in droves, right? So I did start up a page for us on this thing called Threads on the Threads app, right, from Instagram. So now we have, as a result of that, had to have an Instagram account too, of course. So now we have Instagram. We have Threads, we have X, we have Facebook, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Amazon, and you know we're on, oh, there are actually a couple others, um, but I won't go into that whole list. The bottom line is, is we got a lot of ways that people can interact with us. We have polls that are out there. We've got one out there right now. What's your itch? And oh, by the way, Mr. Guido, we're going to have to ask you your itch. Uh, would you mind getting out of the car, sir? We'd like to inspect your, like to talk about your itch. Okay, yeah. um, but uh, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, we've got a poll out there. We've put it out. Um, we're gonna have a poll uh, on whatever song it is that we uh, spin tonight. Uh, the result yep. of last week's poll for Fly By Night 
Uh, not a big surprise because the audience is so small. I mean, I voted three times. It's 100%. Thumbs up. Yes. Living it's in great. the limelight. No, no there, were actually, there. there were actually two other people before I voted. Um, so anyway, yes. So uh, that's uh, a great. Uh, we are at this point uh, for, what are we, four weeks running now. 100% living mm-hmm. in the limelight. All these songs. Despite your dissent on Best I Can. Which I was still oh, very disappointed. Really? Very shocked about. Yeah. The poll numbers uh, uh, proved me wrong. Uh, yeah. Okay. I voted twice in that one. Got it to 100%. It was great. Anyway. <laughs> and we got two votes. <laughs> we did. It was wonderful. Three. But anyway. Wanted to wrap up on some other news we had there, um, Shats. So last week, because I wanted to amend the format a little bit because we have a special guest. You know, so uh-huh. um, normally we would be going through this litany of stuff here, but uh, I do just have a quick couple of pieces of follow up kind of before we get into what we have to do here tonight, before we we, uh, you know, discuss why. Why are we here? <laughs> um, so okay. uh, we we reached out to our friends at uh, Montvale Hardware. Right. Yes. Last, last week on Twitter. Um uh, I told you I introduced that for the idea of kind of building some suspense. Are we going to hear from these guys? What, what's it like to connect on social media with people this way? Well, so far, nothing back. Haven't heard from them yet, huh. but I I upped the uh, I upped the stakes. So that was on Twitter. And then again, I, as I've been learning more about the socials, because I'm really not huge on them. I've been doing it for other podcasts, but um, that was a limited audience thing and wasn't really very interactive. But I am trying with the other ones now. And, and um, you know, what I what I found was Montvale Hardware had a Facebook page that looks a little more active than their Twitter feed. So I actually I, tagged I, I would I would think, yeah, that uh, based yeah. on what, what that guy looked like, right? I, I would say he's more Facebook, even MySpace, if you could. Whoa, <laughs> Stu, Stu is MySpace. Okay, well, we're still asking, <laughs> Stu, is that you? Got the links out there now. I upped the ante by including him in the show notes for episode three as a shout out. So Montvale Hardware, you know, because that's the place you're going to go when you're out and shopping, you know, with your family or whatever you want to do. But you want to hear a little rush, just go find an excuse to go to the hardware store. Because, you know, does he have other things? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask it. Does he have what does he have like general merchandise and stuff? What's the store like, Al? It's a it's it's one of those local hardware stores where it's packed to the brim oh. like with just everything you can think of it, it's depot scaled down into about i don't know a thousand square feet and uh it's like that hardware little... store in huntington right pete like yeah that. yeah exactly like stuff to the gills <laughs> yes okay. yeah just packed packed to the brim with all kinds of stuff that you okay. could possibly need and want all and right. uh and I don't know if he's playing t- Rush there, you know, all day, every day. But I would say anytime you walk in there, based on what I heard, you're going to hear some kick-ass music. Right on. Anytime okay, you so, go in there. So we support we support local merchants who play good music. So you know what, Absolutely. Stu? We hope to Absolutely. hear back from you. Yep, right. So let, let's hope we... I'm going to have to go in there, pay him a visit. You're going to have to. Maybe shake him down a little bit. Give him like one of those North Jersey visits. Oh, wait. So yeah. don't talk about that stuff. Pete, you didn't hear that. There was, that was, don't worry about that. <laughs> We're not doing anything to influence audience in any negative or any type of coercive way, I guess, is the word that I don't want to use because we're not doing it anywhere near here. <laughs> so, anyway, sir, um, 
I want to follow up. Dude wipes. So we were really excited about the idea, maybe, <laughs> of like getting sponsored by Dude Wipes. So I happened to reach out to Dude Wipes. On no social way. Because you got no social media way. and it says Fuck it's a business sakes. account and Dude Wipes is there. So, hey, wait, before we go any further, Pete, do you know these Dude Wipes? Do you know what the, do you know these things? I, I do know Dude Wipes. You know Dude Wipes, too. Do yes, you I have do. Do you have? I know ones? that, dude. I have used them in the past. I have. Yep. Okay, and so would would you say that this is a dude, product that you you know, oh, stand by, or maybe a product that you sit for? I don't know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> support it. Both. Okay. Both. <laughs> <laughs> you got those use cases down, huh? So yeah. you're you're with it. You're down with it. Okay. So I reached out on social media. So I gave them the timestamp. I said, "Hey, look, we have a proposal for you. Let us know what you think." So we'll see. We're going to follow up, but I'm just putting it out there being transparent. We are doing our part on Rush Rash to, to do a service, I think, for, for people who are listening, because, again, the demographics are out for the week again. Yeah. Hey, 3% female. No, really? there's a yes, there's a three percent female out there somewhere that's listening to wow. us. Yeah. Yes, I think that's, yes, I think that's my wife. <laughs> you know the proposal to do the dude parry in the package and get the sponsorship you know i think it's something we got like there's some steam there so i think we got to roll it out with them you are a so, go-getter you are i'll let you know what happens marketing genius we gotta we gotta do what we can to get the rush rash name out there and if we can get associated with dude wipes it sounded to me like a great idea you were all into it you know so hey i love them <laughs> okay all right so here we are pete um, we're taking you down rabbit trails, but you know, here we are. We're, you, we got you here tonight to talk about Rush, right? So we will Absolutely. forego a lot of our usual banter and a lot. We won't put you through that hardship. Instead, I'm going to ask you a simple question, right? When it comes to Rush, what's your itch, man? So we got a little scale here. So it goes from everything from dry skin all the way up to full blown dementia. <laughs> no, no, it's not dementia. What is it, Al? Well, dermatitis. dermatitis 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 it's 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 dementical dermatitis it'll drive you so fucking nuts you won't have a brain when it's so just like i'm it's not keep doing but uh yeah. shots shots why don't you go ahead Yay. quick give give go. pete the scale and then pete we're gonna need you to tell us what you're itch oh okay. i hope i can remember it okay so we go from dry skin you know just just very mild uh itch uh, up through uh, mosquito bite and bee sting, and then we had the bed bugs and the no fleas, 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 the fleas, fleas and bed bugs. Then we had <laughs> the uh, the the um, foliage uh, itch, uh, poison ivy, and so on. And then yep. we then it was right up to full blown uh, dermatitis. So that is the <laughs> scale, the the figurative scale of of what your rush rash is. So where well, would you place yourself, Pete? Well, going back, going back in, in time through the 80s and the 90s, I would say poison ivy. I was or maybe even dermatitis. I was wow. up there. I'd, wow. I listened okay. to them. I listened to them religiously. And I would say, if you know, probably around the 2000s or so, I didn't really I, I never really um, I started to drop off, uh, you know, as far as listening to them uh buying any cds or anything like that and you know it, it, i'll listen to some of the old stuff here and there now so i i would scale it back now to probably 
uh, I don't know. I'll, occasionally I'll get, I'll get, uh, that good itch again, like the, you know, a bed bug type of itch. Um, you know, and, and just recently now I'm, I'm getting back into it again. So it's starting to go, you know, the scale's going up a little bit more. So the rash yeah, is just to give the, the, the rash is definitely growing again. Absolutely. I think, I think right. he's got an outbreak. He sent me a text picture. This is why I knew he was ripe to say, Hey, if I sent you a click invite, you're going to come on the show. Uh, Pete, why don't you tell everybody what you had delivered to the house uh, in the last couple of weeks? Sure. I had uh, actually within the last, uh, I think it was week already. Yeah. Um, I had a uh, Donner uh, electronic drum set sent from uh, Amazon. Very to nice. the house no and awesome. yep so back set that it. up back i'm totally back into it so playing it. uh playing day and night right now awesome man awesome. so that's it so yep. pete's been away from his kid from a long time so he is back long, on long the time. back on the throne and back on the journey man yep. yes yes I and am. so that's no great. no better place for you to be than the place that uh in the house that the professor helped build so the rush rash. <laughs> we Absolutely. are in the rush rash don't <laughs> yeah. we got to come up with an experience for what this is but you are here you're here to uh allow us to uh assist uh, with the the itching uh the scratching of your rash your itch well i appreciate that We're i need something to- Use my hand. I won't look. No, I didn't say that. That's a Van Halen <laughs> line. I didn't make. No, nope, no, nope, that's not me. So anyway, we've got what's behind one door number one, two or three. And that middle one is green, Pete. No, I'm sorry. We didn't go there either. This is, a, 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 you know, we, we it is an explicit show, but that's because of the occasional slip of the fucking lip. And we, we say some things sometimes. Our language is a little, you know, fucking reprehensible, quite frankly. But we do our best to, to pull that shit back, right? So, fucking, we're gonna get going now. We're gonna spin the wheel tonight. We're gonna we're gonna reduce the banter. Um, other than to say that we got Pete in here now at a uh, bed bugs kind of level, but you know, um, as you went from dermatitis on back down, right? It sounded like it yep. happened over the course of the two thousands, right? So yeah, it was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't something immediate where I just dropped off. It was just, you know, I would scale back and started getting into to some other, listening to some other music. Yeah. You know, so, so being so. such a massive rush fan that you were, that you had dermatitis all the way up until that point, yep. what is it for the yeah. massive rush fan that takes them at that dermatitis level and distracts them enough that he drops down to bed bugs? What were you listening to in the place of uh, rush? Oh God, it's going back. I can't, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. I couldn't remember, but. So that is um, significant, right? But here you are, you're back to rush. Probably. Like, like one of those um, yeah, back things, in. right? So yeah. Absolutely. So for you, let me ask you this. Like, if you think like to me growing up, um, because of even where, you know, you and I were by the time we were, we started playing together. So that was the thing. Right. So you and I started playing our instruments really, you know, you, we were our first, you know, partners in music. Yeah. Um, so yep. uh, my pay, you know, page to your bottom and vice versa. Right. So um, that's how we kind of just slammed through life. Keith Moon, Pete Townsend, you know, kind of modeling ourselves after these guys. Um, yep. And um, while we never directly went at Rush because I was always so intimidated by them, um, you used to love throwing down Tom Sawyer, man. I'll just never forget you slapping on that little drum set. Absolutely. Right. When that finally came out. Um, but even before then, um, they were like two, like, you know, we we're talking like when we first started playing, cause like I was eight years old, nine years old, right. When right. we started doing that right. stuff. 
Yep. And um and uh, at that point, right, it was uh fly by night. Um, you know, if anything, I was thinking like the earliest thing I think I ever remember playing uh with another person that was rush was fly by night and was with you. So it probably yeah. was, yeah. 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 I think that was it. And I'm thinking you're the one yep. that knew it that I didn't really playing even know. The, the right, song. playing the playing a lot of the early jams that's yeah that's what we well because because we the art the album the eagle right so you know the, yep. i'm sorry that the owl the, <laughs> the owl, owl. <laughs> the owl with the eagle eyes the owl with the yeah. the, the, those damn eyes um <laughs> i see them in my sleep um but anyway <laughs> yeah so we've been playing this shit a long time and um you know it's really uh now here we are all these years later and for me right i mean they're as big and my point was is that I've always considered them, you know, at, at that kind of level that's just below uh, the Beatles and the Stones and Zeppelin, right. you know, that's like, they, and that's just like, it's like, who else even kind of floats there, right? Like Genesis kind of floats there, I guess. Um, what would be another band that kind of floats in this place that, that Rush Jethro Tull, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was who a else? big Jethro Tull fan. Were you? Yeah, yeah. Jethro Tull. Yeah. Didn't they beat Metallica for like heavy metal one year at the heavy? Know, no, Jethro Tull's not heavy metal. <laughs> Tull Didn't they is, get an uh, award? Is, the progressive, progressive okay. rock, just yeah. like uh, just like Rush and Genesis, mm-hmm. Kansas. Um, you know, except for their their hits, Kansas is really <laughs> progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. So won't go down the history of prog rock here, but bottom line is, is we all love Rush. So uh, what we'd like to do now that we got the itch question out of the way is say now, hey, I'm going to start with our special guest, Pete. What are you itching to hear? You got a special song in mind? You got one song like, hey, when I hit the button on this wheel, I'd love it to come up. Uh, Maybe Red Barchetta. Okay. What? Mm. Why? Why that one? I just, uh, I, I just, I love how it flows. I love that. I just love the song. Okay. Love the whole song. Love the lyrics. All of it. Fair enough. It's a good song. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, one that I actually, as I was learning how to play the drums and I, what I ever progressed to was like, you know, um, you know, Yacht Rock King. Um, you know, I never got to play, yeah. you know, like Neil, but I, I took, uh, parts of what I discerned to be pieces out of um, Red Barchetta and kind of made my own little, you know, kind of jazz numbers with it, you know. <laughs> oh, you? Yeah. And I sent it around to people. I'm like, is that too derivative? And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? It's not even in time. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> and thus I'm still a, a guitarist who, uh, you know, best thing I learned about playing the drums is how much I love the guitar. So anyway, Al. Um, yes. <laughs> you. What do you think? And what do you what do you got an itch itching to hear anything special here? Well, I, no, I, I know, know we're rushing. Hey, time out. Oh shit, time out. We didn't What's do up? The, we didn't do the news. We did not do the news. Holy I shit. I thought you were you know, we were we were getting to it. Oh, we were rushing right through that one. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's let's put let's put us let's put a table stakes right here. Let's put let's slap that down. We'll come back to this. What's in the news, Al? So, okay, let's see what's in the news this week. So, uh, you know, uh, aside from Rush news, uh, so I went to see Steely Dan and the Eagles 
this weekend at the Prudential Center. Oh, and, uh, very nice. Great show, great show. And what I found out there was, and I can't believe I didn't hear about this, was Randy Meisner, one of the original members, founding members of the Eagles, passed away over the summer. On uh, on uh, right before my birthday in July 26th, and uh, so I was a little sad about that. That's uh, you know got to pay some respect to a founding member of one of the greatest American rock bands. Um, but I do have to say that uh, I really enjoyed Steely Dan a little bit more than I enjoyed the Eagles. Uh, oh, really, Dan? Oh, they are great. Just love that stuff. Uh, but the Eagles, their harmonies, their fucking harmonies are so spot on. All they Still. had, all six of them um, across the front of the stage. And the harmonies were just beautiful. Just amazing. Who's the guy with the really, with the long hair and the really high voice? Oh, that's, um, uh, uh, he's got, uh. Like uh, Snuffy like Delophagus or something. He's got, yeah, some kind of. <laughs> he's got three names. Um, What's his name? Oh gosh, uh, Rufus I, B. I, Mars. I don't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I can't think of it. Timothy B. Ah, Schmidt. Schmidt. Timothy, Timothy B. Schmidt. B. Schmidt. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like uh, another. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those those guys. So they're still doing it, huh? So Randy's young. Ones, well, this is like the. the uh, of, were they all there? The rest the, of them. Uh, well, of course. Glenn um, Fry's dead, right? Uh, Glenn Fry's dead, but his yeah. son, who's like a mini me, was on stage oh, with them. No and shit. He's great. Really. Yeah, nice. yeah. And uh, of course, um, um, uh, the drummer uh, and singer. Uh, oh, Don Henley. I think Don Henley. That Henley guy. Uh, oh, yep. okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> so and Joe Walsh, and and that was the only thing, really, the biggest thing I I liked about, uh, and not that not that the, the the their set was bad. It's just a little sleepy for me. Most of it was a little sleepy, but Joe Walsh kicked ass with his songs. And he's awesome. Some of his stuff. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Great. So I am. But but just going to the show and and I had never seen either of them before. And then who the hell knows how long they're going to be around. So it was good to get that off my uh, off right. my bucket list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bucket list. Exactly. Pete, have you ever seen uh, either of those guys? No, I have not. No. Right. Unfortunately. Well, they're coming around. They're at the UBS arena. If you hurry, you could probably make the set. <laughs> He's in the, you're in the car now. That's it. Just take off. You got, yeah, yeah, I'm literally in the car, sitting in the car right now. You have one of those little like Starsky Hutch things. You could put the siren on the, oh God. Can you do that? (laughs) It's so funny. I'm so, yeah. No. Oh Oh, my God. I'm not, I hope I'm not breaking your anonymity or anything. No, I don't care about that. That's fine. (laughs) Honestly, I'm so far removed from that. It's, uh, yeah. You know, I'm three years out already. Three years out from the so, course, so uh, the youngest yep. guy in the world who's Thank retired, uh, gamefully uh, retired, having a, a good time. Look at the big smile on this guy's face. Come exactly. <laughs> He's I'm like, in, yeah. In, absolutely. I don't even think about it anymore. That's it. Well, hey, do you have any memories from being on the force where Rush was involved? Did you have it like, you know, listening to it, the uh, jamming and the sirens yeah. are wailing and you're chasing somebody? You know, it's 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 funny you mention that, but um, it wasn't with Rush, but we would play uh, Black Sabbath would come on at night. We you know we'd listen to uh, to that sort of stuff. You know what was it, ninety two three K Rock when it was the yeah. when it was the old rock. I mean, yeah, it's changed. Yeah, yeah. 
it, it's changed uh, genres so many times now. I don't even know what what it is. That's funny. Um, talking about that last week. Yeah. But we would we would listen. We would literally uh, war pig. War pigs would come on, oh. and <laughs> so picture this: middle of Harlem on a midnight. We're going to like a shots fired call, mail shot, whatever it might be, a heavy duty job. And we got, I have war pigs playing. I got a cup of coffee in one hand, radio in the other with a cigarette. We're racing to a job and we'd actually take the, the we take the, um, the mic in the car and we put it to the speaker. So it would play on the outside of the car. So over the loudspeaker. So we're doing, we're, we're doing, we're doing like 80 miles an hour down Lenox Avenue from 145th Street, racing to a job, playing War Pigs, nice, and and having a fucking blast. Wow. It, it oh was some God. of the best. Honest, honestly, you know, I worked in Harlem for 10 years, and those were 10 of the best years of my life. Harlem I loved every minute. And Fort Apache, the Bronx, right? I mean, weren't you in the place no, where that movie was? No, I wasn't. It? Oh, okay. I never. We were right over the bridge. Okay. Uh, okay. Right over the bridge from the Bronx, but I ended up, so I did 10 years in Harlem and I did 12 years on Staten Island. Wow. Awesome. Uh, yep. Wow. Yeah. We're, uh, we're glad you made it through your tour and you're here now and you've got, Thank you're you. now in active retirement. We have lured him back I, to his drum kit. He is slave yes. to the throne <laughs> and we are going to look That's forward it. now as we're getting to know Pete early on. We're going to hope that of course you're going to come back and uh, do what we're about to do now, but do it many more times to come. And we're going to hear your progress about how you're coming back to your drums and maybe Maybe even hear some of uh, the progress. Uh, Absolutely, I actually, I actually just bought a uh, MIDI recorder, and wow, I have that brilliant. coming tomorrow. Excellent. And I'm going to start laying down some tracks on that. So excellent. Very soon, you should very hear cool. something very soon. All yep, right, thank you. Man. All right, we are still. All right, so with so, that, can we get back to uh, news? I still have a few more news. things. I know, but okay, but so, but you, but okay, just time out before you get any further. This will be if you bring up some more downer news. This will be like the third show in a row with the <laughs> news. I know. Hey, a lot of a lot of deaths happening. De de death happens. It just oh, happens, and all you right. got to pay respects. All right, go ahead. So, all right, this is good news. The rest of it is good news. So, you're familiar with uh, uh, this uh, tribute band? Why, why not? You ever oh, heard hell of them? Yes, yes. Why, why not? So they yeah. are doing the the uh, second annual Bubba Bash. Uh, at the Keswick Theater uh, in Glenside, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philly, uh, on January 6th. This is the second annual, and uh, they it is all for charity. Yeah, I was going to say, they it's have some charity, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know which charity it is, but uh, probably in here somewhere. But they got some pretty killer, uh, killer guests, Mike Portnoy. From Dream Theater. Oh, they got yeah. Frank Bello from Anthrax. Anthrax. Jason, Jason Bittner, uh, an awesome uh, drummer who actually played in a in a band that uh, one of my old singers was in, uh, Toxic. Uh, John Dinklage, who's the guy that uh, that played the, the oh from Cast of the, the the Game of Thrones. No shit. John or Dinklage. From Elf. From Elf, the little man, yeah. No, Dinklage. no that's Peter, call that's, me that's, one more time. That's that's yeah. Peter. I think that's Peter Dinklage. Oh no, okay. no, John Dinklage <laughs> is a yeah, violin that, player. He oh, played okay. in the, 
the string ensemble during the Clockwork Angels tour, and he also performed, and he also performed the uh, the violin solo in Losing It at the two concerts that I saw. The ones that also made you cry like a little baby. The one that made you cry like a little girl. I got was, you in touch had, with your feminine side. I had goosebumps when that you solo You went home hit. wearing maxi pads, I heard. You were you like... You were, <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I hey, didn't man, say that. I you don't that. know. You just don't know. <laughs> I right? do. I do. It's one of my favorite songs. That's what we were saying. I was cursing the guy out who said they never played it live. I like, I could pull up a video right now, you jackass. Do you have one? I, I, I got... I, one more, okay. uh, which is Getty Lee is going to be featured in a new book uh, called Rickenbacker Guitars, Pioneers of the Electric Guitar. And of course, as we all know, Getty's uh, famous early bass was that awesome black Rickenbacker that he played. <laughs> Walker makes oh, nice I'm only kidding. Also. <laughs> yes, listen to the horns. Uh, I'm now, only kidding. Now, I'm only kidding. now you're gonna you could do forget about our uh, Rickenbacker guitars. Um, oh uh, shit! You know endorsement sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, sponsorship. Oh yeah, you just blew it. You can edit that out, right, Chaz? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Well, I didn't get to edit that part out about your wife knowing what you smell like after all these years. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> anyway. No, that was pretty funny. You know how how is it that every week we land on some kind of uh, bathroom humor? I don't. You know, I don't know. what? Is that it's a, a thing? scatological thing. You know what? By the, so the gentleman that's here on the phone with us, uh, <laughs> we used to do all kinds of scatological, you know, kind of fart humor, and 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 so it goes way back. So as I said, yep. Life, the, ato- the, ato- the atomic wedgies, atomic wedgie with your brother Danny, uh, with oh, with Danny. God. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So I've got video evidence of that, my friend. Uh, and yes, so I've got that locked here in the in the in the the, the evidence vault. But uh, yes, to wedge brand underwear and atomic wedgies, uh, Danny will live on forever. Um, Absolutely. So, yes. Uh, with that, uh, we uh, uh, the scatological humor shots. Uh, you know, um, I, I. What do you want me to do? Do you, do you need some kind of pledge? Are you uncomfortable with it? Do you need some? Uh, no, it's you know what? If the it's, show to clean yourself off, or if, if it's a weekly segment, um, so be it. What like poop uh, segment? Dude, Puri. dude, Puri. dude, 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 Puri. I like it. So anyway, yeah. Well, we'll you see know what? what happens. Howard Stern made a fortune on fart humor, so whatever. He did. That's what I'm thinking, right? And so what the hell? I got no fear. I reached out to the dude white people. We'll see what happens. You know, I mean, we are who we are. And we're, we're dudes, and it's a messy job, apparently. So uh, some of us need dude wipes. And we're not ashamed of that. And furthermore, if we had some dude Paris to go with it, then, wow, that's the ultimate indiscretion. So, dude... Dude, that's what I need. Dude, dude, <laughs> dude wipes. I mean, I'm very happy. To, I mean, we can even come up with every week, right? Br- Rush Rash brought to you by Dude. And that's great. <laughs> so there you go. We're in. So I, I, I'm glad. I, look at that. We sold somebody already, right? Pete's already in line. All right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's already, he's already there. He's like, pass me the wipes, please. No, I need them now. I need them now. <laughs> All right. So um, we've basically gone over our feedback. We've gotten through the news. Was that was that all the news there, Shats? Uh That's the all news that's fit to print this week. Well, yeah. that's really cool. So are you going to go to the Bubba Bash, so named after the professor, one of his many nicknames being Bubba? 
Um, Bubba, yeah. Bubba among his very, very close friends. And Mr. Portnoy was certainly one of them. So, yeah, that is a big event. I did see it advertised. Are you going to go? Uh, I'm going to do my best. All right. We'll see very good. Goes. Maybe there'll be a Rush Rash appearance at the old Bubba Fest. Nice. Oh, maybe we'll have a little Rush Rash booth there. There you go. Little, little kiosk. Little kiosk at the Bubba Bash. That's it. You and Pete, drive maybe a, Go for it. Maybe a sandwich <laughs> board. I'll, uh, I'll wear a sandwich yeah. board. Yeah, you, right? You know, is that my sandwich? Hey, is that my sandwich? <laughs> All right. All right. So at this point, we're going to uh, spin the wheel. We heard, uh, Pete, what again was your uh, itch, what you were itching to hear tonight? I was saying uh, was probably Red Barchetta. Red yeah. Barchetta. Very good. Uh, Shats, what are you itching to hear? Well, this you know, we out of all back of to it. Here. Dozens and dozens of songs I could call out, but uh, I'd love to hear the mission off of Ooh. Hold Your Fire because that's oh, an yeah. awesome song. Very wow. good song. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, do I ask why? What? What? Why tonight? Um, why do you need to hear that tonight? You know, I I was just thinking about it, and uh, we used to play it uh, in the band. We played it a few times. That's a hard song, man. That's a hard song to get uh, but it's great. And uh, I was just thinking about it when you said, you know, what would you like to hear? And that popped into my head. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I feel like there's some kind of penance or there's something I need to do because I have to come clean here. So you hear the confessional music. <laughs> I hear it. Okay. Well, um, so this past weekend I was competing in the uh 19 I, I don't even know what year this was but uh, in the 2023 North Shore Inline Marathon out in Duluth Minnesota uh in the uh male 50 to 54 age division and uh so I uh, went out there with my wife and my uh speed skating partner uh Tony and uh, his uh, wife, Erico, and we had a wonderful weekend. We skated the North Shore. It was beautiful weather, wonderful times. But uh, as the race started, uh, got off the start line, and uh, it, it just wasn't in the cards for me this year to uh, not be able to, to be able to stay with my uh, my captain and, and skate partner. And uh, the pack got away really quick, really early. And uh, I experienced uh, what I can only describe as the pure fuckery of my life. It was just horrible in terms of the, yeah. uh, it, I, I kind of sprinted too soon and lost my breath and got really sharp kind of uh, what's best described as a um, uh, a spasm in my, uh, aso- I don't know, not my esophagus, my um, diaphragm. And like diaphragm. I could only get a short breath. Yeah, I could only get a short breath. And, and yeah. I had to roll on for like a mile that way, just like falling into my skates. And by the time I recovered, that pack was so far gone. So I ended up having a really good time this year because I didn't want to catch on any of these other packs out there for various reasons of my own. Uh, so I skated my race, uh, which, you know, I, I do out here. I, I train a lot. I'm, I've been skating for a long time um, and it's on large, you know, large speed skates, 125 millimeter wheels and it's you know it's uh it's a sport inline speed skinning you can look it up but anyway um long story yeah. short uh i had such a good time that at one point I, I was i had to put on some music and i know we're not supposed to be listening to rush there al but i needed something to finish the race and so i was like uh, we've been listening to in the limelight a lot so i just put on um had to put on moving pictures and so I've actually kind of listened to moving pictures to the point that as I was finishing the race, 
I was finishing to the end of YYZ. So it was pretty epic for me, my little rush oh, cool. past weekend. So I, I kind of feel Very like cool. I have I have fulfilled a few of my, my itches by uh, having to go there. But uh, just trust me, it was a freaking tough race and I needed something to finish it, man. And I was like, fuck it, I'm putting on rush and because I didn't have my headphones either. So I had my phone. So I like put it on, put it on, cranked it up put it in my sleeve and just listened and just, it got me through the rest of the race. So good. Exactly what I needed. Um, awesome. That said, you I can't think. deprive yourself. You can't do one song once a week. It's just, impossible. I just had to put it on. Right. Yeah. So anyway, doing yeah. my best to stay away so that when we come to the show and when we spin the wheel, like we're about to now, uh, it will be fresh. So gentlemen, let me ask the question. Why are we here? To roll the bones. Yes. As we oh, is that? Yeah, roll the bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, no, officer. Not Sorry, that I'm a little late to the party. All right. Sorry, <laughs> officer. No, not that kind of bone. This is, uh, we're rolling the bones. <laughs> well, I guess rolling the bones. What is it? That's actually playing, it's gambling in the street, right? Isn't it uh, slang for playing? Uh, um, I guess I it, it could. Is. Roll yeah. the dice. Yeah, roll the bones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we're, we got but a you know, rolling, going rolling a bone it's gotta, is legal now. It, oh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it is. New York, New York is legal. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Whoa! And New Jersey I can finally come back. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I'm in. All right. Took took All them right. long enough. It did. Right. I know, and there's yeah. news that it's going federal. So hey, we'll see when that happens. Crazy times. Yep. Crazy yeah. Times. No, that's never gonna happen. Well, we'll see. Never gonna I happen. Mean, you got revenue. that whole Bible Belt. Out of the country. Oh, they're selling it anyway. You just have to get a prescription, which well, they hand yeah. out like candy. Right. But right. they're I never going to legalize it. I want to say the last time I was in Tennessee, I think it's legal down there now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we you know, you we got know. Nashville. That's uh, music city. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Pretty if you have pretty. a card, you can pretty much get it anywhere. That's, yeah. You know, and you don't even need, uh, all, you, you know, you go into a doctor to sign off and it's like, Oh, I have a backache. I have glaucoma. I have this. I have that. And they sign off. That's it. And when yeah. it's it, dude, it oh. got a hangnail, man. They're like, oh, yeah, I got a hangnail. They'll sign it off. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah those, look, those things can be pretty painful. Dude, I have had a hangnail. Once it's been legal since, yeah, like seven years, man. This fucking hangnail won't go away. I'm telling you, uh, it's it's the yep. worst. It's the worst. I'm heavily medicated, heavily medicated, so heavily medicated. Let me see how many hits do we want to take before we roll the bones. So let's see. We uh, want to shuffle the wheel here. Well, what's a good number? Um, seven. Lucky seven. Oh wait, I didn't call mine. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear yeah. countdown. countdown. Love countdown. Yeah. Yep. That's to me, that's tune. like uh, it's like one of those. Uh, t- it's got for me immediate association with like Queen, Flash Gordon. You know, was, you know Pete, yeah. Pete and I were big sci-fi nerds, and uh, yep. Mr. Rocket Man had the freaking uh, rockets and the F-18 models like taped off. I had of, all like, that. Uh, I had all of, that shit. All that stuff. He had <laughs> yeah, these like cool. he had these like little models taped off of the fan in the middle of his bedroom. And you know, so they yep. you know, fly around off fishing line, and, you know, whack it in the face. Um, so yeah, I had them on the uh, I had them on the ceiling fan. On the ceiling fan, yeah, we were big yep. nerds that way. So oh, yeah, cool. so countdown. All right, that's my call. We've got them in. Let's say we shuffle three, six, nine times. There we go. 
and spin. Around there, and she goes, it stops at the Anarchist. The Anarchist. Whoa. Okay. Off of Clockwork Angels 2012. Yeah. Al, to work quickly. Song facts. Oh, All where right. are we? The Anarchist. Uh, Clockwork Angels, uh, according to our friends at Rush Vault. Uh, Clockwork Angels, the Anarchist. The theme of this song is if I, if I can't win validation through love, I'll win it through destruction. Oh, this is a uh, perhaps a dark song. I don't remember. Well, the Anarchist. Guys, I lost you for a minute. Oh, that's yeah. all right. You're back. We spun. We spun. Did you see what we spun? See what we landed on? Did you see it? Can the you believe Anarchist. It? The Anarchist off of <laughs> Clockwork Angels. Yeah, this is track number four on that album. Okay, this was released in uh 2012, produced by Nick Rasculins, whoever that is. Nick Rasculins, mm. uh, mixed by Nick of the same name, had a whole string ensemble. String arranger was David uh, Mastered. Uh, oh, where was it recorded? Where was it recorded? I don't know, Doesn't but as... Okay. Hold on, I will find it. Okay. Well, as you look that up, this is, you know... Oh, here. Uh, okay. Okay. It. It, so, most of the album was recorded at Revolution Recording in Toronto. Between October and December 2011. Wow, yeah, that was pretty I quick. Thought, yeah, I thought that's where they did clockwork. Yeah. But Caravan, which is an awesome song, that's the yes. first track on the album. I know and that one. BUTB was recorded at yes. Blackbird Studios in Nashville in 2010. Yeah, now BUTB okay. is an interesting one for the simple reason that there are, as you know, that's like, that's a song like the Beatles where there's a reprise version later on the album. And I heard on another podcast somewhere where someone suggested that you do those two together when, if they ever come up, uh, that hmm. was Mr. Let me see. We had Richard, Rich, Richard Fetter, 69, Richard Fetter, Fort Lee, New Jersey from Fort Lee um, suggested that if that ever comes up, that we should do that. Okay. So this was, uh, this hit number two on the Billboard 200. What did it Which do? is pretty cool. It, it actually... hit number one on the Canadian Albums chart. Really? Oh, the yeah. album itself. Uh, the album itself. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the song, Anarchist. Not the song, no, the album. Okay. All right. Oh, it, it hit number eight on the Swedish albums chart. How about that? Really? Okay. Yeah. They All love right. they love Rush in Scandinavia. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Okay. Eleven chords in this song. So we're doing that thing where we're kind of counting out how many chords does Mr. Lifeson use in this one. So that'll be interesting to see how that translates, how he's using those. But it looks to be eleven. Uh it uh what key is it in? Not quite sure what key the song's in. Uh, let's see. We're going to say it's in D. We will let that play out and see if we can figure that out as it's playing along. 
Okay. Any other facts? Because, um, uh, Pete, are you familiar with Clockwork uh, Clockwork Angels? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking mutt, you! Oh, I think he's having technical he, issues. Uh-oh. Uh, connecting to audio. He's, he's coming back. All right. Sorry. There he is. That's all right. Sorry, guys. I lost, I lost you. That's okay. My, uh, my audio cut out. That's fine. The question was, are you familiar with Clockwork Angels? I am not. Okay. So this I'm is not, one of those records. Okay. So, and, and Shats, you were saying yourself that not, you're, you're familiar with Caravan like I am, but are you familiar with this one off the top of your head? You know, I'm familiar with the album. Um, uh, it'll come back to me when I hear it. I, I okay. can't say yeah. that I'm I'm terribly familiar with the Anarchist. Yeah, that's um, what I'm counting on right now. I think I do remember. It takes a turn for the dark. Now, the one of the things that I yeah. guess we have to kind of consider, right? And I didn't consider this as we were putting together the the show, but you know, so many of the records have overall arching, you know, overarching themes and stories, and you know, there's like a it's a literary work, even like you know the narrative that goes along with the music, right? Um, that used to, in fact, be a part of the experience. I mean, I can remember hanging out in Pete's room uh, with the album covers, reading lyrics. Um, you know, it mm -hmm. used to be yep. a very important thing, right? Absolutely. Um, right. So we know Clockwork Angels is unique in that there was an accompanying um, literary work that went along with this, right? So what was the story, in fact? Uh, Clockwork Angels... Um, there's this story and there's a character apparently in the story with this song in particular um, that represents uh, pure evil and disorder. That's who this anarchist is in, in the story of Clockwork Angels. Um, so there's uh, another character called the Watchmaker, and that's uh, somebody who represents order in the world, right? The anarchist is that chaos agent, right? The antithesis of that disorder. And that's uh, supposedly what this song then is about as we kind of get back to what was the overall theme uh, that uh, he, you know, uh, the, the, our friends at the Rush Vault uh, gave us. So this is going to be interesting. And, and in that, I think maybe one of the things uh, that I want to throw out, Shats, as perhaps another opportunity for a special episode would be once we get through an entire record to have the retrospective on the album. But when we do that, kind of do it like we did Lulu a little bit in that going through what we know that, you know, of, of the bigger story or of the accompanying like text that went along with the liner notes. Right. Or, you know, so like in this case, we don't need to read obviously the whole fucking book, but, you know, going through the basic story of what Clockwork Angels was then relative to the record and then doing the same thing. Like when we get to 2112 and read the story and, you know, yeah. um, hemispheres. Right. So what do you think of that idea? I think that's a good one. Right on. Pete. I think that's in? a good one. You're I agree. In? Absolutely. Yep. All right. I'm in. Cool. Cause when we do those shows, they're going to be panel shows. So you're, you're coming in, you're in right now. You're, you're so locked in. You're like, like, you know, Hollywood squares. It's going to be the rush rush <laughs> squares and you're going to, you got to pick your square. You can't have the center. We have to give that to uh, someone else. Um, but you know, any other square, you get to pick yours. Okay. Well, we can, re we can do uh, like a, a pre-record of that and play it during like holidays when you know right. when everyone takes vacation we'll right, play it exactly. off, like christmas day or something all right i'm in and that could be like yep. the, the dude wipes presents the rush rash holiday special and <laughs> uh, yeah this, this installment 2112 i mean that would be a pretty good deal for dude wipes right because 2112 is so huge every rush fan is going to turn out and they are all male
I mean, you know, again, there's a, we have a 3% female that is checking in, but for the most part, our demographics are all male. So anyway, all right, we have rolled the bones. We are here. Uh, we've done this. We're going to now go to the actual track. Any more song facts, Al? Well, um, this song is played at 139 uh, beats per minute. Oh, dude, it that is, was uh, that was a game, didn't you see? Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Guess well, the BPM. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. All right. Now you know. All right. And 138 no beats guessing. per minute. 138. And I think it's it in D. In, it is in straight four four. There straight are no four four weird time signatures on this song. Okay. It'd be interesting to then compare it to what we listened to last week, a little song called Fly By Night, which would be very, very similar uh, in profile. Oh, decades apart. In, decades in apart, their... but similar in key and in BPM and in, That's true. Uh, yes, and yes. in time signature. Interesting. All right. Let's see what that translates into with the anarchist from Clockwork Angels. Fly by night, way from here. <laughs> yes, I love this sound. Oh, yeah, like vapor trail. Yeah. Yeah. It rocks. This album yeah, it rocks. does. Yes. Sonically, oh my god, what is this? Wow. It. I was almost like, oh my God, is this the instrumental? And then I'm like, no, but there yeah. is one. We have to be careful with those. We're going to have to do something special when we get to instrumentals. Um, but man, yeah. all right, guys, unpack that. We were a minute 12 into that before we even got to this break. Woo! That thing just hits the ground running. Ah, oh, thunder. Yeah, Come it on. is. And all right. I, I want to make a really bold statement there, but that was goddamn heavier than anything Zeppelin ever did. Oh. <laughs> mm. I don't know. You're two drummers. What do you think? I mean, my God, just well, that minute and 12, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's so different than than what Zeppelin was doing. On these yes. headphones? On these headphones? Well, I was kind of getting vibes of, like, Killy's Last Stand. A little bit. Hmm. Um, definitely saw where you know the beat and the key you could have done fly by night you could have just started jumping in there i mean that was that was pretty much a, a great feel but uh other than that no but sound. oh the, the sound is uh is so more advanced and refined uh, so, all of the sounds the, the bass is just crunching and the guitar sounds yep, heavy yep, and, and yep. neil's jungle beat that he loves to play just oh man is that what that, that is, is yeah, is that exactly that's what I, his jungle beat. 
that's what I call it, where he's just riding on the floor tom and yep. he's and he's pounding the tom toms um, in between the snare. Yeah, I call yeah. it the jungle beat. Now, yeah, that, very, it, go ahead, Pete. No, I was just going to say there's very little snare in there comparatively right. to the toms. Right. It's all. It's all Tom. Right. It's this thunder underneath. They were so good at building building like this really spacey layer. Like when you look at the album cover, right? The clouds, the density, that kind of represents to me this sound. It's just so good. It's so thick, but yet there's nothing muddy about it. You can the separation is pure. Yeah. You can hear everything, right? Yeah, there's a lot, there's not a lot of external stuff extra no. stuff going on yep. here it's drums no. bass and guitar and that's it there's no keys there's no you know no. overdubbed anything it's just right. the three of them jamming out thunderous yeah and i'm yeah, sure it, it sounds it sounds raw i love that raw sound yep yep yeah the bass is just i, mean, I want to say this is one of the fattest roughest bass sounds i've ever heard out of getty lee yeah. this is really i'm loving it all right. Yeah, they they are ripping on this song. Yeah, well, I love it. This one's actually a longer one too. So wow, a minute twelve in. All right, we're just getting to a break, and they've already they did kind of break it down a little bit already once. So this is like the second yep. break, right? Because we did have that first little that really spacey oral break, right? And then now we're mm -hmm. back to this. All right, here we go. Did you hear the drums go from side to side? Yeah. It just yeah. Oh God, so That's much awesome. to talk about in that passage. Just I mean the lyrics, the music, <laughs> holy shit. We how are we glossing over this stuff? You know, I just don't want to stop it because it's yeah, it's, it's so been long since I've been listening to this. Oh my god. So yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, wore this record out, but it's been so long since I've gone back to it. I gotta admit, this isn't one I go back to very frequently. Um, but uh oh. God, yeah, the power. So uh, they went out on top. I mean, really, I mean, in terms of proficiency and, and just like the, I don't know, there, there's something about the power in his drumming here at the end, right? With what, the way it comes through, those DW kits on all those last few records, just the depth, the the, the rich soul. Um, and especially, it's like, have you guys seen, um, what's the, the DW documentary? 
um, that uh, goes into the making of his kit. That was the oh, uh, the making of the R forty kit, gear bog uh, oak kit. Yes, yeah, fifteen hundred yeah. year old wood, right? And that's yeah, just like found R40 in kit, uh, in right? some Romanian yes, uh, masters of resonance. Um, ah. So this movie was just the uh, uh, really in depth discussion of the the fifteen hundred year old bog oak found it at the you know bottom of the bog that they excavated and used to make this drum kit. And wow. they made both. They made both of the R forty drum kits. If you, yes, I mean you didn't go on on tour, but I'm sure you've seen the tour video, so you know how they 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 go backwards in time in their music music yes uh, catalog and yes. and the the first set is played on his uh, the DW setup. We know his recent setup, but then the second set he comes out with the old set up with right the, with the three rack toms and the four yep. concert toms and and that whole classic old movie pictures uh kit and even even farther back uh, back to his slingerland days um yep. which was so cool but they were both made out of that um 1500 year old uh tree yeah. um got a lot of mileage out of that tree hell yeah that's wild now, yeah so and you've seen this right pete no, I have not. Actually, I'm going to... Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, I've seen the kits. I ha I haven't seen the documentary. Oh, you haven't seen the documentary. All right. I'll, uh, no. Just, you know, you know what to Google now. Go go check yeah. it out for yourself. It's great. You're going to love it. Absolutely. Um, but so um, that actually leads me, uh, Shats, back to, I got a little diversion again. So one of our, uh, you recall, Sully Man from uh, his fame at uh, regarding Lulu, his, his role as the fifth Beatle of regarding Lulu. Well, he's kind of becoming <laughs> that... He's becoming that for uh, Rush Rash as well. And Sullyman uh, wanted to inquire with the drummers in the crowd regarding Neil's 360 degree kits. And so uh, with what you've just described, with what he did on 4R40, where he had his full, uh, you know, and, and God knows how many piece, uh, you know, R40 kit, right? But then he also had the old, uh, going back to, as you said, the 2112 era, uh, that, that setup. Is that really the two together? That's what he had on this platform that would then be considered I, his 360? Or is there no, another no. kit entirely that is his I thought there was. I thought there was three or four kits. Okay. No, there were there were two kits, but the oh, it's just the, two. The, yeah, but the newer the newer uh, kit, the DWs with the um, you know single rack tom and then three right. uh, three toms uh, um, up to his uh, right, I guess. Uh, no, up to his left. I'm I'm lefty, so I have to think backwards. Yeah, you got to reverse. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So um, so behind that is the whole Roland uh, electronic setup that is behind him and it's on a rotating stage. So when he turns right. around and plays that electronic kit, the whole riser spins around. Yep. So now he's facing the audience with the electronic kit. Right. Um, and, and then during the intermission, that whole thing gets rolled off the stage and the the older style kit gets rolled on. Oh, okay. Think, okay. And 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 that kit had the uh the the whole concert chime set up and right. all the wind chimes oh, and, and, yeah. the, and the big gong. Yeah. So you're yeah, talking about the gong, the bells. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. So, all right. So, and then there's probably another kit that that's the other one that I've seen that I've actually used as a zoom background. That looks kind of like my background now with the wheel where you're just completely surrounded by drums in the middle. Yeah. Right. So, one so of you no, play- he was playing, he was playing a 360 kit yeah. for, for decades. Okay. Um, uh, he started with with electronic drums, the Simmons drums. Yes, uh, those the hard plastic drums. drums. Yes, yep. yeah. Yeah, back in the uh, in the mid '80s, he started getting into that. As Getty was getting more into keys, he was getting into electronic drums, and then it morphed yeah. into uh, the Roland kits, which are like premier electronic drums. All right, and, but now uh, you you guys are drummers, and we all kind of grew up in the same time period. Did you all start floating away from him when he started playing on the Simmons drums? Be honest. No, no, no? I thought it was uh, it was a good. I mean, he just kept adding sounds and adding okay. and adding and adding. It was uh, it was remarkable, and how he how he can remember where everything is and what yeah, okay. made what sound. <laughs> okay, so Pete, you didn't you didn't run away as that sound got a little thinner in the eighties. No, no, def- definitely no. not. Not okay. not from Neil. No way. Okay. All right. All right. Just checking. Just keeping everybody honest. All right. So let's yep. let's dive back into the music, guys. Thanks for the the diversion. But yeah, this is these are the kinds of things that our our audience wants to hear about. Is like you know when there are these such unique things about the instrument, or you know what he was playing, or how something was happening, what kind of what equipment they were using. So I'm not quite sure what Al was playing on this. Al was just a tone master. Uh, he could play anything uh, typically on his Gibsons. Um, but anyway, uh, let's get back into because we, well, we do know that the R, the kit that was used for Clockwork Angels was pretty much the R forty kit, right? No, it was the Clockwork Angels kit, and oh, um, there was a different kit had, for Clockwork Angels. There was a different kit. It was still DW, ah, but he had oh, yeah, okay, he had DW. new kits with new um, um, motifs painted on them. Every every tour and every album was okay. a new kit and a new style. And R40 was completely on its own with that that Romanian bog wood. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's not what we're hearing here. Okay, good. Wow. No, we're not hearing that. We are hearing wow. but, uh, but DW. The, the throat of those DW kits is just so distinguishable. There's a band called Crowned Lands. They're out of Canada. Uh, they were allowed to use his, and they were friends of his. Uh, it's a Canadian power duo that sounds as great as Rush, you know, did with three guys. These kids are doing it with two, right? And they were wow. you know, obviously students of the guys. They were allowed to use the Vapor Trail kit on one of their songs. And I tell you, you listen to it and you can hear that throatiness. You know that sound. I mean, they didn't, you know, they can't play like Neil completely, but very much inspired by him. And on that kit, it was eerie, right? So, yeah, mm. I just love this drum sound. Sorry, I'm rambling. Let's move on. <laughs>
You know, I don't think there's much in analyzing these lyrics if we're not really analyzing the song, uh, the the story, right? Because this is a character in this this story, right? The, the, as I was just kind of listening to the lyrics after you know getting over just just getting wrapped up in the music, um, I'm like, oh, so what what are the notes that we've got here? Walking among the people who are so content, so blind, the anarchist hears the peddler's call and sneers derisively what do i lack ah vengeance and then so that's like this this lyrical kind of this 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 prose that leads into will there be world enough and time for me to sing that song a voice so silent for so long for all those years i had to get along it told me i was wrong i never wanted to belong i was so strong so um, you know, con context, guys, I don't know that there's a lot worth it for us to be sitting here analyzing the lyrics. I just wanted to throw that out there before we finish what is still, we got like three minutes left in this song. Well, what it's a, think, um, it's, it's a, it's a, a dark song for sure. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, and this, this anarchist is, uh, is really pissed. <laughs> well, He's clearly pissed. He's right? pissed at the world. Um, yeah the the thing that so getty's voice is really strong one of the things that kind of happened for me i think with them little with some of the later songs is it felt like he was pushing himself through the lyrics and sometimes like you would think certain lyrics maybe would would require a little more or a different kind of emotion and he kind of just pushes through them do you has that ever struck you guys in any way this song i'm kind of yeah. feeling that like it, it, yeah yeah i feel like I, he's I would uh, say so yeah i feel like he's struggling to get all the words um, right to fit that's it that's what i mean like he's 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 like you know put rolling through it because i would think like that part like i lack their smiles and their diamonds i lack their happiness and love i envy them for all those things i never got my fair share of i mean you would think there'd be some you know kind of uh, you know, balls in that or some kind of emotion. And it's like, he just kind of went through it. It's just, he's rolled in, right. Kind of going along with, and, mm. and, and, and I mean, I, just a general kind of criticism I've got. I mean, yeah, it's not a big one, but just seems to me like there, when you read the lyrics, like, wow, there's something there, but it didn't come across in his voice. The performance I agree. is, is less than the, okay. than the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. I would, I would not... agree. Okay. Not like the yeah, not like the old stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, look, they right, only took like two months saying, to. Re... Like, I'm... Yeah. The all, saying, all, all the old went, all the old right stuff. Through. All the old stuff. You could feel he would. It's like it. He had the energy flowing through him. I do agree. Where mm -hmm. the, a lot of it seems forced. 
um, like he's like he's just reading. Mm. Yeah. And they only took two months to record this album. So, you know, maybe maybe they rushed through it a little bit. Maybe they didn't put enough time and thought into uh, the, the, the production of these these tunes. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the sound, them, of course. the sound, the sound is great, and the sound actually seems yeah, the like music is phenomenal. The, the, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. The sound itself is phenomenal. It's it sounds like they went to their past, and it's a whole. It's almost like uh, the the culmination of the entire past leading up to it. Because you, if you listen, you can definitely hear hell yes some of the hell old, yes some of the old styles and some of the newer styles. Yep. yep. In in that mm-hmm. song. I absolutely agree. Um, a record that I would equate to this would be what Van Halen did with um, a different kind of truth. Like I thought it was like, to me, it's one of those records that not too many, even Van Halen fans have heard because it was the last one they did with, with Roth in, in 2012. Right. Uh, but it was everything that, you know, I mean, it was the culmination of everything Eddie ever did, you know, and it right. was the best of what Eddie everything that he was right and i'm kind yep. of feeling that here with all of these players with all of the the sonics with everything except the way the vocals being delivered that's right. it because i think even best of rush in terms of the what's being said in these lyrics is still kind of compelling and powerful but that's the only piece i'm like like we said it, it feels like he's reading it or you know uh yeah or, or, yeah, and not even not even doing a great job as a narrator, right? Just not bringing the the yeah. It sounds like energy it, for reading. It sounds like regurgit regurgitation. Like okay, you know, almost like he's thinking about it. I don't, back in the past where, it, like I said, it, he had that energy and it just seemed to flow out of him. He was able to yes, to really embrace that, the yeah. lyrics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree I'm with you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The the, the lyrics right. and the and the lyrical um, melody was equally part of the song. It was the fourth instrument, and right. it's th- that fourth instrument on this song is definitely it's a little lacking. Yeah, I the agree. other three are phenomenal. A little flat, a little flat. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I I heard I heard the lens. You know, when he got to this this part here, the lenses inside of me that paint the world black. Pools of poison, the scarlet mist that spill over into rage. I that to me, he did start pulling it out a little bit. That kind of stood out. The things have always been denied. Early promise that somehow died. Missing part of me that grows around me like a cage. So I do think that there was like he shifted delivery a little bit there, but still just not enough, not enough energy for me. And I think we're all in the same place. So yep, cool. Mm-hmm. We got three minutes left, guys. So hopefully this is all jammed because at this point there was, <laughs> I mean, just one one more verse, right? And I think they said it, right? So uh, in all your science of the mind, seeking blind through flesh and bone, find the blood inside this stone. What I know, I've never shown. What I feel, I've always known. I plan my vengeance on my own. I was always alone oh they tried to get me oh they'll never forget me i think those are the only two lines we haven't heard but now we still have three minutes of hopefully three just minutes. jamming and music <laughs> yeah, left. Three so, minutes with two dude, lines right i hope let's see right this is what rush will do with two lines in three minutes <laughs> Woo. <laughs> not what i used to do oh excuse me officer i didn't say that hold on <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah. So what we were just saying, it's just kind of like he forced those lines out there because they were written that way. Wasn't feeling yeah. it. Maybe maybe that's it. He just wasn't feeling it. That's what Neil wrote. And yeah, I'll sing it, but I don't feel it. Yeah. Supposedly against their credo, he had to feel everything, but I'm not feeling it that he felt it anyway. But that was a repeat. So that so yeah, there could be a few more lyrics now thrown in for the rest of the three minutes because that was not in the lyric sheet that we were looking at. Man, I know that I said what last time that Lifeson's always where you expect him to be, but sometimes he is bringing shit that you just go, "Where the hell did that come from?" I did not expect that at all. I love the uh, dude. Yeah, a little medieval sounding at times, and when uh, yes, when, uh, uh, little Richie Blackmore, the, Richie Blackmore. That's exactly yes. what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Rainbow. Yeah, and yep. uh, when Neil breaks into halftime and that that ah, dissident uh, yes. uh, the keys that uh, Alex is playing, that's yes. cool stuff. Yeah, that's so uh, well, flavors of Page uh, Page Plant. So uh, when Jimmy Page and Robert Plant went to Morocco and they re-recorded uh, many of their classics, uh, Page's uh, Middle Eastern influences really came out on that record, and I'm hearing oh so much of that on this right. God, but mm-hmm. he again. Um, I always feel like he has taken what Jimmy's done and just taken it to that next level. Um, just in terms of being able to, uh, you know, just uh, uh, just have an expressive voice that took those basic ideas and took it to a completely different place sonically. The production on this, my my head is still spinning. Those sounds were just. I mean, as much as we marvel at the way they've got Neil's drums mixed through this and the strength of Getty's bass coming across, what just happened with Lifeson's guitars? My pants are wet. I mean, like, <laughs> wow. That was incredible, right? Really? It was so great. Awesome. We lost Pete. He just he I know. Pete just dropped out. He, he just it, passed it was out. too much for him. He, he yeah, just too much. gone. Wow. So we lost Pete. Uh, so I don't know if we should wait a minute and see if he's going to come back um, before we start going back through the music here. So we'll just pause. And what are we at? We're at. Uh, How much more do we have? 
we've been on for a while. Um, we're at five thirty-seven. The song runs to six fifty-one. So about a minute. Uh, just go ahead, yeah, play it. Right. We can go Let's back to it. it. All right. Good. Fuck them. Listen to that. So that, that, um, that passage, Lenses Inside of Me That Paint the World Black, that must be the chorus because they come back to that three times. Yes. Yeah. Didn't expect that based on what we were seeing there. So, yeah. So that's what that is. So, and I got to say, as it came along, maybe it was the first time through that it really, there was just that lack of emotion because it seemed like he picked it up a little bit like he typically does toward the end, a little more urgency. Mm-hmm with the lyrics. Um, and I think by maybe the third time around, you finally start to hear what he's saying because there are a lot of words in there. I think is kind of the problem. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, and it's really, I mean, you but you get the idea. And I think it, it wasn't until the end of the song that to me, the energy they were trying to put forward from this character came through in that line. They'll never forget me. Right. To me, that's one of those, uh, like the movie, um, I'm thinking uh, with Dennis Christopher fade to black when a uh, mentally deranged kid goes up to the top of the water tower and he's pretending to be uh, Jimmy Cagney, like uh, top of the world, my, he's got his gun. He's creating a big scene. But this whole idea of like, they'll never forget me. Right. That I finally got the feeling of what they, the setup that we were given, right? Like this is the pure evil mm-hmm. character and all that stuff. I didn't feel that urgency coming out of the lyrics until the end. It really did feel like he was kind of reading through it and going through it along with the one of the melody line there, really, or the even the rhythm pretty much at one part. He's just kind of following along with what they're playing, like with yeah. his vocal line, right? He wasn't really doing anything beyond it. Um, but well, so know. that's we, why we might be is- being way too harsh on him here. Yeah, I, maybe that's why the song is so long. It take it took him seven minutes to catch his stride <laughs> <laughs> to get to his feel. Oh shit! Well, now I'm feeling terrible. We lost Pete for good. I bet his phone ran out. He probably ran out of juice sitting out in the car because we were just bullshitting on and on and on forever. Um, right, so right. we're gonna have to. What we would have done is gone right to him to vote because he was the guest. But now, uh-huh. um, since since we're here and we. Uh, uh are at a place where we've listened to the song i think it's pretty straightforward now for us to kind of vote carry well, maybe, this forward maybe you can add him in in post-production you just i might be able to do that give him a call and and get his vote on this thing because i mean he's he sat through the whole uh the whole episode he here we got to get him to vote 
he did. We got to get his vote. So I'll get his vote in. Uh, but we'll always, as we established, Pete will be uh, coming back. And uh, it was great that he was here uh, for the time that he was, uh, considering it was very last minute. And it was a great surprise. So with that, sure Chats, was. Chats, are we living in well, the limelight or are we wishing him well? You know, musically and sonically, this song is living in the limelight for sure. Okay, the the delivery of the uh, of the vocals, I I kind of agree with you. Oh, here comes Pete again. All right, hey, wait, uh, maybe we'll go back. Hold on. That'll oh, I got I got my thought. You got a what? I got to hold my thoughts now. Oh, go ahead, say it. Don't spray it. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just uh, I was just saying that the the delivery of the vocals, uh, like you said, I, I was feeling the same thing. Uh, Getty was. <laughs> having a hard time getting all the words to fit in. It was, it seemed a little bit disjointed and, but then it, it he found his stride at the end and it was powerful, but the musically, I mean, they're just kicking ass on this song. So I'm going to give it a living in the limelight. Woo. All <laughs> right. It's rocking. And Pete is back. Pete, we um, know you're... I apologize. I apologize. I've been having some uh, technical difficulties. Some, some technical difficulties. I thought you might be relieving yourself when we just lost the video. I know you've been sitting nah. there for a while. I saw <laughs> you had the cup. You took the lid off. We lost the video. I said, okay. I know no, what's was... happening there. He's no, on, no, on no. stakeout. He's a cop. He's been there. <laughs> we know. You know, you got your own version of the Amazon bottle, right? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, yeah. My my favorite Canadian show, a big part of the feature of the Trailer Park Boys is piss bottles on the side of the road. Is it really? Yes. Can you not throw your dirty old piss jugs around, please? On the side of the road. Is it really? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) I see the big smile on Chats' face. He knows what we're talking about. He drives a delivery. I've never seen them. No, I've never, never seen we're, Trailer Park never. Boys. Okay, you never seen when Trailer you, Park Boys. No, I have to Google them. Okay, so well, you just—they're on Netflix. They've got so many series and movies and shows now. It's, it's it's ridiculous. You have to go back to the very first season and start watching from season one. Wherever you find the Trailer Park Boys, you will not be disappointed. Uh, forewarning, uh, you will it may in fact change your I, whole idea of Canadian society and Canadian ability and everything we know, like these biases we have about Canada. Yeah, this was the number one show in Canada. I also want you to keep that in mind as well. One of my personal favorites. So anyway, I don't know how Piss Bottles got into this conversation, but Pete, we lost lost you at a critical point. No, you heard the song. No, you heard most of the song. Most of it, yep. We kind of agreed, as you just heard Chats wrapping up here. He gave us his vote. Um, But really, you know, where were you at? Because, I mean, there wasn't much more. Uh, They repeated the chorus several times. We were able to just... You know, I think be- I mi- I think I missed the list a uh, minute and a half. Okay, yeah, two, so, right, two minutes. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, they repeated the theme all through. So basically, okay. you heard it. Uh, this yep. song, given everything you know and everything you heard and what we discussed tonight, is it is it living in the limelight or do you wish them well? Uh, I'll tell you. Um, obviously, with the lyrics, I wish them well. But I would say overall, the song uh, "Living in the Limelight." Woo! Yeah. All right. Two for two. 
And yeah, so you're in that same place, right? You cannot deny that. Yeah, the lyrics, the lyrics, I just didn't feel it. I didn't connect with the lyrics at all. Yep, yep. And again, I think it maybe is, you know, part of that reason, guys, is because this is a part of a greater story and this was one of the characters. This was his, this was his back, this was his thing. And it's like, there's there's a greater context that we're missing here that maybe make this really powerful then combined with what we think of the music, right? But at this point, we got to work for that. And that's like, you know, regarding Lulu type of podcast. We're not going. Right. So <laughs> we're not going to do that. So based on the strength of the music, I'm right with you guys. You hear the music here, man. I gave it the thumbs up. We are living in the limelight. But yeah, the, the weak link for me. And so I would say, like my friends over on the Van Halen podcast, if we were putting this on a 100 point scale, I'm at like... 53% that this is living in the limelight and it's that the, the lyrical content really just kind of hurts it for me because of that whole I can't get past it he's forcing it out he's he's running through it because the music is so great it it, it deserves I think more thought and maybe fewer words right yep. yeah yeah but, maybe some fewer so you're 53 so you're just right over the edge right over the edge you're, you're yeah. right at, kind of straddling that that edge of, of limelight and uh, and wish them well. I got piss bottle in hand. I'm right straddling <laughs> over the line. And, you know, guys, I hope I don't spill anything because, you know, it gets in the carpet and it's hard to get out. Um, yeah. But anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm what at more you? of a 68 to 74%. Okay. So you're doing an Elmstein kind of like lean over a little bit. You're doing a, yeah, a, a lunge to the side. Over. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Pete, where would you be if you had to take, you know, center line and set at your center median, where are you, where are you leaning? Uh, I'm probably, probably in between you guys. What did chat say? 68, 70% or so? I said 68 to 74. Oh, 74. Yeah. So yeah. I would probably be and and, uh, Chaz, you're at uh, 53. Okay. Yeah. So, so I would right, yeah. I would probably say about uh probably about 60. Okay. So this is still yeah. this okay. is pretty low. Yeah. All 60, 40. Yeah. 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 So but and, the music, the music just, Oh shit. I'm not it over the top. Yeah, yeah. The music the music is actually what saves the whole hundred percent. Yeah. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. This is I just love that. And this is one of the this is for me one of the iconic tracks off of the album, the whole da -na -da -na -da -na -da -na do 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 do. I just love that mm -hmm. run. They're so tight mm -hmm. when they do shit like that, right? Man. Come yeah. On. And then that lead solo that just takes us to another place. Yes, that yeah. was otherworldly. I gotta say. Uh -huh. Alex's tones, Lurks has brought it on this one. Yeah. And this record is so lush. I mean, this is one of those ones that God, I mean, you know, you I sit for hours with like, you know, every effects processor I've got, everything from like, you know, what's available, you know, through all my boss pedals, through my MX5, through hell, through GarageBand itself. I mean, trying to find some of those sounds because they're so spacey and so clean. Uh, but yeah. they they yeah. really do. Yeah. He's just what what uh, yeah i'm all right i'm a fanboy i gotta stop all right <laughs> <laughs> well and and the culmination of their career to end with this album was just perfect yeah i agree yeah. definitely went out on top yeah all right so we like to get to this part in the show and say how many times did they play this song live so 
this would be an interesting one because they did tour, right? For Clockwork Angels. Did they not? Was there a Clockwork Angels tour? Or was it just absolutely to R40? Yeah, okay, there, so was, there, was. there was an absolute. Uh, did you see them on that tour? tour? I did see them on that tour and it was awesome. They had the string section set up on a big uh, riser oh, yeah. uh, behind Neil, um, which was so cool. So according to Setlist FM, they never played it? They had to have played it. They did play it. I think I heard this on R40. You did. Well, I, you, I'm sure you would have heard it on Clockwork Angels. It's a great. Song. I'm sure that we would have heard it on Clockwork Angels, and I'm, I'm seeing here Rush the Anarchist R40 live. Of course, they played it. Yeah, there you go. Well, guess what? We're going to guess closest to the pin without going over. I have found some information that will allow me to answer the question. So, Mr. Schatz, how many times did they play the Anarchist Live? Well, if we count 50 times. Right. Yep. Right. And then Clockwork Angels, I would say they did more than 50. Let's call it um, because they took that tour to Europe. Okay. I'm going to say um, they played that song 130 times. Oh, okay. 130 times, Shats. All right, Pete, based on everything we have speculated on here <laughs> with regard to it coming out in, what, 2012, right? Right. They toured for that. They toured for R40. So we had two touring opportunities closest yep. to the number without going over. That's the game. What do you got? I, was gonna, I, I would say, uh, let's see, if they toured and toured through Europe, maybe 100 shows, uh-huh. uh, I'll say 150. Oh, shit. Well, that's what, okay, so he said 150. All right. Yeah. All right. I think well, I'm going I off am... the stats is 50 for the R4, or right. R40, and then I'll add 100 shows to that, so 150 okay. times. All right, suckers. I mean, um, now I'm going to make a guess. I'm going to say 106. Um, what do we get? Oh, by the sound of the buzzer, I'm the winner. 107 times. So wow. close to the pin without going over. First time they played it, August 1st, 2015, the Forum, Inglewood, California. The last. Well, that's going to be the last time. Oh, that's shit. The that's the last time. It. Was that the last concert? Yes, that was the very last concert. Oh, so uh, that video actually exists, doesn't it? So we would be able to see it. That's sure. the R40 video, right? I believe I saw that in yes. the movie theater. So the first time yeah, they played yeah. it was at so uh, Verizon um, uh, Amphitheater, looks like, or the Verizon Wireless Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire in 2012. So yes, yeah, September 7th. Oh, wow. Uh, we're we're kind of close to that uh, in terms of uh, time. So, wow, as time flies, right? Wow. Almost, mm-hmm. what, 11 years at this point? And, and uh 11 years ago today, they were at the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio, playing that song. Very cool. That's right. They did. How neat. And so I found a little tidbit about the Clockwork Angels tour. They did 73 dates across the U.S., Canada, uh, the U.K., Europe, and Scandinavia. They did not make it over to the Asian side. Oh, okay. Or or South America, where, I mean, if you remember Rush in Rio, they got yes. a huge, huge following in South America. Absolutely. Crazy one, of the, 
come on, one of the best videos of all time, YYZ at Rock, you know, Rush and Rio. Oh my God, they were driving them out. The, the right? audience. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pete always used to yell at me like, "You need to learn some Rush, man." I'm like, "Dude, I can't play that stuff." And then he'd yeah. start playing shit like that. He'd play YYZ, spinning around on his friggin' drum throne. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was when I could still move. Now I'm an old man. <laughs> You're an old man now. Well, hey, now you got an a old new man. Kid. Got a new kit. You got a, a new lease on things. I tell you what. Yep. I tell you another old man that comes around here frequently is this guy. We call him Loki Corey. Loki Corey is here to uh, give everybody. Yep. Welcome, welcome, Corey. Corey, thank you so much. Give us, give us that that pod roll, if you please. The pod roll that you do so well, sir. You can check out the Deep Dive Podcast Network, featuring such shows as Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, featuring myself and Scott Haskin. Backtracks theme music featuring myself and John Mariano. Uh, the Ultimate Catalog Clash featuring myself and Kevin Brown. This season we're breaking down uh, Phil Collins' era Genesis. That's been a, a great experiment. Uh, getting very close to wrapping up season one. Then we get to pick a band for season two. I can't wait for that. Uh, Kevin Brown also does a show uh, called The Tom Petty Project. And with uh, Mr. Randy Woods, he does a show called Seaside Pod Review, talking all things Queen. Uh, Scott Haskin also does a show called Uriah Heap, The Magician's Podcast. Then we have Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast, The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered, Terry T-Bone Mathlia, T-Bone's Prime Cots on the other side, Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Paul, Joe, and David at In the Lap of the Pods. Check them out before they wrap things up uh, later this year. Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, George and Hattie at the Judas Priest Cast, Clay and Ryan. North by South podcast. That's uh, American music versus Canadian music. That one's a lot of fun. Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What, talking all things Megadeth. Quinn at Volume for All. Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette podcast. Chaz and Greg uh, just wrapped up regarding Lulu, but they're going to be starting regarding Roger, uh, that Roger Whitaker podcast. That's going to be coming up soon. And Chaz and Chats do Rush Rash, which apparently I'm recording an episode of uh, next week. I, I can't wait for that. Uh, <laughs> I might get my Canadian passport taken away, but I, do, I don't listen to a ton of Rush. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what I spit on that one. They got a wheel on their show. It's a very original concept. They, they put all the songs on a wheel and they spin it. So uh, good on you, Chaz and Chats. Jeez, it, it sounds like a light beer you get like in the Dominican. Hey, hey, All right, everybody. What a job. Jeez. He's nuts, right, Pete? Uh, you believe yeah. the shows on this network, Pete? It's only going to be a matter of time. You're going to come back here so frequently, people are going to be like, Pete, that's his own show. So uh, you got to start thinking about it now. Podcasting is addictive. Think, well, think you, you have made it through your very first uh, uh, episode of Rush Rash. Uh, awesome. What, I'm, glad you guys invite, I'm glad I was invited. Yeah. So tell us about your experience. Uh, on a scale of uh, one to ten, with one being hell no, ten being hell yeah, would you uh, recommend to your friends that they should uh, all listen to and come on Rush Rush? Well, of course, I got to get. I have to give it a ten. Hey, all right, hey, all right. All right. If I am nothing, if not getting nines and tens on net promoter scores, that's me, baby. All right, very good. Oh, yeah, Pete, we had a great time having you. Thank you so much for being here. You have anything you want to promote? Any way you want people to reach out to you? He's probably like hell no, just like hell no. 
Hell no. <laughs> Hell to the no. Do not well, reach not, out to me. Not at, th not at this point anyway. Right. Well, you're, you're three years yeah. out from the force. You're finally coming back to a place where you're like, okay, I'll talk to people now. Yeah, exa um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, well, I kind of have a people problem. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, we are so glad you started to exercise uh, that muscle, getting back into the real world with your drums and with us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm Pete, you were kind of like, like the anarchist. Yeah. yeah I, for a long right. time. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So you kind of connect lyrically with this song, huh? Uh, yeah, not how the vocals sounded, but yes. <laughs> I lack their smiles and their diamonds. I lack their happiness and love. I envy them and all those things I never got my fair share of. This is deep. That, well, see, I was never envious. Maybe that was a little. No, maybe that's no. a little too much. But no, well, the whole poison, the pools of poison, the scarlet mist. All that stuff you see in the streets, man. Speak and tell us stories uh, that would rival anything we saw in the yeah. movies. On future podcasts. I'll give, future maybe I'll podcasts. give a, story, right. a story of podcast. That's it. All right. Uh, That'll work out. Podcast for another day. That'll yep. work out. All right. So, Shats, uh, Second Contact, got any gigs coming up that you need to promote or anything like that? Uh, we will be at a little place called Uncle Tommy's in Pearl River, New York on october 21st just about all right now excellent all yeah. right we got to start will be our next gig uncle Very tommy's good. yeah everyone come out i'm sure there'll be a few rush tunes on the set list well as we hear right now right listen to this pete you hear this that's our man al man he was rocking it out at the wayne country club so a little sound clip of his band you hear this i mean this is what we no, should I be can't, using for no, I can't living in the limelight no, you have to pretend that you heard it. Because oh, I mixed it in afterward. Oh, I thought so. you had a sample. <laughs> I do, and it's playing. This oh, is what you hear. Okay. This is what you hear right now. Wait, oh, wait. Oh yes, I do. I hear oh, it. I hear it. Isn't that good? You like that? It's it's the magic of radio, Pete, and post production. Hey. Nice. Yeah. Whoa. So anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, everyone's great. We'll we'll promote this gig then, October twenty first. If you're out there. Go see Second Contact and say hi to Shats while you're there. So, um, and you know, and how about you, Chaz? How about money. your, uh, how about well, your band? What, what, yeah. what are you called again? We are called Steel Revenge. We actually Steel have, Revenge. we have a gig coming up. I think it's a private party out here, October seventh. So, um, okay. yeah, look for sound clips of that coming soon. We'll post some video, other things, so people can get to know us. We're not playing any rush yet, but I'm thinking we might introduce Fly By Night. So I don't know. All right. Uh, I was play, playing it today. I was like, ah, because, you know, I was uh, just uh, listening to our last episode and thinking, boy, this would be a fun one to break out. So might might fit my set list. We'll see. Don't know. you got to spread spread those owl wings. Got to spread the owl wings. But more importantly, we got to be out there and help people scratch the itch. So, hey. That's right. <laughs> yes, Thanks sir. For Thanks for joining us here on the Rush Rash this evening, everybody. Appreciate you all hanging out. But, oh, go scratch. <laughs> and we're done. All right, dudes. Rush, rush. Awesome. That out. was great. Thank you. Rush, rush. Thank you very much.